Welcome to Spider-Verse Minute, the tri-weekly podcast where we watch Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse one minute at a time. I'm Sean Slater. And I'm his sister Caroline. And today we start minute 47 with Peter typing like an old man on the keyboard <coughs> and ending a minute later with Miles being heard as he falls in the vent. I have a title this minute. What are you doing, Miles? <laughs> yeah, it's... he. Yeah. <laughs> that is a question that comes up a couple of times a few times uh, in this minute once or twice yeah <laughs> um before we get to what miles is doing let's talk about what peter's doing typing like an old man on the keyboard have we already established that? yeah he types like an old man on the keyboard does his quote-unquote hacking <laughs> he steals the bagel and then once we get through what his plan is going to be we get to him stretching. <laughs> oh, Peter, like, I'm glad he's stretching. Stretching is very important. It's crucial. It makes you feel good. And <laughs> and the way he's stretching is just beautiful. And it was great. They were talking in the um, animator's commentary mm-hmm. how the they were... Like, you would think, like, oh, it's just stretching. Like, just throw a couple stretches up there. It'll be funny. But Mm -hmm. they actually spent some time trying to figure out, like, oh, what would be a bunch of good, like, stretches to do? And then what would be the funniest order to, like, put them in? (laughs) Uh, And, and, like, what would, like, it it was not trivial to have him uh, stretching here. I love the detail these people put into this movie. Yeah. Like, it's amazing. Like, just things like, like, you wouldn't think of, like, well, what stretches would make sense? Okay, okay. How can we make that funny? Yeah. <laughs> and they do. I also love how, like, while he's stretching in the background, Miles is putting the stuff in his book bag. Yeah, he's pu- he's putting his hobo clothing like, like, in the backpack. Like, don't worry, man. I, I got your stuff. <laughs> and also, so, one of the things while he was also stretching was at, a, at an early point in the animation, like before it was done, mm-hmm. Peter didn't have any toes. <laughs> um, <laughs> he, he just had like, you know, blocks for feet kind of thing. Yeah. Like not blo- but like, he, you know, his feet just kind of came to an end and that was it. And one of the, the animation director, he was, uh, I forget his name, but he was mm-hmm. like, he kept asking like, what, we are going to put toes on him, right? Like, <laughs> He's gonna get toes, right? Like, uh, he's a bit worried about that there for, for a moment. <laughs> That's, that sounds like something I would like. I would do. Like, yeah. We're giving him toes at some point, right? The decision hasn't been made, so he gets no toes. Like he's getting toes, correct? Yeah. <laughs> then he he goes swinging in to into Alchemex to get the job done. And they conveniently cut right when he gets to the end of the trees. Yeah, he does. <laughs> I noticed that too. I'm like, how does he get there? I'm like saying, I'm like, okay, he still has trees, but how does he get there when he's run out of trees? And they cut away before he gets there. I'm like, hold on a second. Yeah. Smart of him. You don't have to worry about figuring how he gets there if you can't see him getting there. Yeah. But my... Probably my favorite delivery. Yours was the, uh, uh, you're going to be a terrible teacher. This might be my favorite delivery for Miles, which is, 
why did I get stuck with the janky old broke hobo Spider-Man? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's something in those string of those words that continues to make me laugh. There's something about the way it's delivered yeah. that is so relatable. And then his just like punching the rock and it breaking. He's like, oh, that's new. He's very casual. He's like, that's new. Like he's unfazed by it yeah. <laughs> it's, it's fantastic. Quality few seconds right there. And then the tone shifts. Yeah. And then, and then we see the big black sedan pull up and tombstone comes out of the driver's side tombstone steps out of the car and kingpin magically materializes outside of the car <laughs> we don't see kingpin step outside of the car he's just out of the car already yeah he's also like when you look at him standing outside of the car there's no way he would fit in that car with the shape he is at that point Mm-mm. and that was a deliberate choice that they made where they didn't feel like <laughs> figure out how to get him to gracefully step out of the car Instead, they just had him like, oh, he's already stepped out of it. He's we out. don't have to see it. Yeah, that's fine. And I like how they show, like, Miles is still afraid of him, mm-hmm. which is nice. Like, he still sees it and he still gets scared. And it's just this small, like, bit of fear. And then he's like, okay, I gotta, you know, tighten the belt buckle and just get to work. Yeah, it, it's a great sequence because there's, there's a few moments here that I really want to talk about. Even it's very brief because I, I love what the animators did here. Uh, the first is when he sees Kingpin and he immediately crunches back down behind the rock, like hiding. And yeah. his eyes, you can see the terror in his eyes. They're wide, yeah. like he's scared. And then there's two quick, kind of deep, but also kind of shallow breaths. Like I couldn't tell if they were shallow or more deep than I view, but they were two very quick breaths. And I remember talking about an earlier alternate scene where Miles pretty much has a panic attack. And I like how they kind of hint at he might be getting one here. Yeah. A little bit. Like, just too very quick. And having that got in my head watching this minute, I'm like, oh, like, that's a really clever way of showing, like, he's about to panic. But then that quick of determination is like, no, I'm going to do something. Yeah, and he's got to, like, quickly find a way to to manage that attack and and make sure that it doesn't get um, too advanced to the point where he's not able to do anything. Yeah, and then it gets a little funny. Yeah. And by little, I mean very. Of Miles <laughs> just running behind these two guards. Yes, all the way up in the hill. Frantically. And you just see thought bubbles <laughs> popping behind them. With the pre- what am I doing? What am I doing? What am I doing? Yeah, and I love how they just stay there and they linger there and mm-hmm. like um they slowly float up too. Like they they, they move ever so slightly up. Which I also <laughs> love. Yeah. I will say it did watching this what am I doing? What am I doing? Reminded me a lot of at first I was gonna say it would kinda of mirrored it, but it really doesn't. It is very much of a minute it reminded me a lot of minute twenty four. When Miles is seeing Peter fight Green Goblin, and he goes, I should go up there and help him. What am I saying? I should not do that. Yeah, and this is a great evolution of that, like, realization Mm -hmm. of his, um, like, he's like, at first, it's kind of the inverse here, where he's like, I I shouldn't go and try to help him. He's like, no, I have to go and help him now. Mm -hmm. And we find out kind of why he, like, what changed between then and now. 
in the next minute. In the next minute. I can't wait to talk about that because I have a, a few things I want to talk about there, but we'll get to that. And it was just very cool because it, it almost shows sort of like a that Miles isn't completely like, no, I can do this. He is still panicking. Yeah. Like, I, I think it's very clever to show that it's like, oh, no, he, he isn't, like, he can't just do this now. No, he is still terrified out of his mind, <laughs> which I think was very smart. Because not only is it funny, it's also very appropriate for where he's at right now. It's not like, well, if he gets random sudden bursts of bravery, it's like, no, he is, he is still terrified. He's still scared. He still has no idea what he's doing. He's just not going to sit by and do nothing this time. I mean, he still does get, he still gets bursts of bravery. Oh, yeah. it's not permanent. Like, he doesn't, it's not a, a switch that is flipped where he suddenly goes from mm-hmm. uh, scaredy cat to brave it, cat. It's, I guess what I'm trying to say is, like, it feels a lot, it feels very realistic with him, where there are sometimes can't think of any instances but like sometimes characters will just make complete 180s you know what i mean yeah whether it's like no they're a scaredy cat but then they can do this really cool brave thing but they're a scaredy cat and you don't see that panic in them we're here miles isn't doing a 180 but no i'm gonna do this and that's his burst of bravery but he's still scared out of his mind he's still questioning like why am i doing this what is going on what am i doing what makes me think this is okay like he is still very scared while doing it he's just going with it and i think that's more impactful in a way because it shows that like you can still be scared and do something like it's okay yeah i agree with everything just said (laughs) (laughs) the last thing i want to bring up the music of this sequence (laughs) such a good ominous and um I don't know if stressful is the right word, but like tense tone that they do with this music. It's awesome. Yeah, it's great that it's just this like one deep, long, drawn out sound kind of. Like it's almost hard to like call it music. <laughs> it's just like just like one note being held for a long time. But yeah, it's definitely like it, it adds the intensity and it feels big and all-encompassing like uh kingpin does yeah it at first i kind of compared it to the um the prowler theme but i'm like it's not exactly that but the 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 ideas behind the music are very similar where prowler is very much this like you're being hunted type of tense and fear striking you this is very much of like uh almost sneaky like you don't want to get caught yeah, well, this one like the the it's already there and it's yeah. around you everywhere. Yeah, like you know it's there, you can see it, and you just can't have it. It's almost like the difference between being under siege and being chased. Yes, where Kingpin, like you're under siege because he's just surrounded you, mm-hmm. um, and Prowler, you're you know it's like a rabbit being chased. But yeah, that is all I have for this minute. Do you have anything else to add? Just the the one last small thing I wanted to bring up um, is as Miles falls down the air duct and lands, mm-hmm. I really liked how they had Tombstone uh, like turn around and look up at the vent because a mm-hmm. lot of times like you'll see the heroes like crawling through the vents and or, and the, the the air ducts and just like nothing comes of it even if they make loud noises or whatnot like oh the yeah. bad guys never hear them in there and it was kind of nice <laughs> just to have this like noise 
and then like tombstone takes a look over to see like hmm, something's up but yeah not enough to like, like actually have him do something like i just heard something what was that yeah because let's be real even if there wasn't something in that event you hear that noise you're gonna stop and look for a second like what just happened and that was your last note yep that's that's all i had for this minute awesome Thank you all for listening once again, and we will see you Friday to talk about Minute 48. See you next time. Bye.